The arguments you're about to hear are your own. However, the two idiots having them are just a couple of best friends whose opinions on everything are determined at the flip of a coin. They are mercenaries of the modern day, asinine advocates of the causes to which they have just been assigned. They may not be right, but they are totally, always, 100% completely sure. They are Connor Hughes and Graham Ganahl. And this is Cell Swords. <laughs> Swords. I am stopping back home for a bit from college. As I was getting settled, I noticed my little sister was wearing sorry, one of Connor, her shirts. Connor, Connor, I'm sorry. I, I just, you know that I would only interrupt you for something really important. You know, you know Not this. Really? You know that I, and I hate to interrupt you, especially in such a crucial moment as the opening reading of the dispute. It's kind of a time-honored tradition that we don't talk during that, but... I just felt like something that was important for you to know and for the audience to know. Um, you know how Little Caesars has that? So normally they have $5 hot and ready's. For like a good 10 seconds, I thought there was actually something wrong. You need to listen. Little Caesars normally has $5 hot and ready's, but recently they have an additional pizza called the $6 extra most bestest pizza, which sounds like something I would name a pizza. Anyway, the big question on everybody's lips is, is it worth the extra dollar? It is worth the extra dollar. It comes with more cheese, more pepperoni. Yeah, I just I just had one. So firsthand, uh, yes. was it extra? It was extra. Was it most? It was most, yeah. Was it the bestest? It was, in was a, a, to a wow. certain degree, the bestest. Well, what does a certain degree mean? Because bestest means bestest. You're right. It was it, unequivocally the bestest. Okay. Cheesy, cool. pepperoni y. Yeah. I laughed. I cried. It moved me, Bob. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, that's said my piece. Got that off my chest. Now I can resume. Okay. <laughs> Go don't let me stop you. Go ahead with the reading reading the dispute there. As I was getting settled, I noticed Sorry, my- as who was getting settled? Dear swords. I am stopping back home for a bit from college. As I was getting settled, I noticed my little sister was wearing one of my shirts. Turns out she had usurped all the clothes I had left. She has no right to do this, right? They're my clothes. Sincerely, disrobed in Delaware. Okay. All right. Um, Well, disrobed, you can spend $6 to get a pizza that will make you cry and forget your clothes. So... I don't think I said that it made me cry. Yeah, you said. I don't. Oh, I said. Oh, I did say that. I said I laughed. I cried. I cried. It moved me, Bob. That's right. I did say with that particular VeggieTales quote, I did imply that the pizza moved me to tears. Well, why not? It's pretty. It was pretty good. You're not going to get a better $6 pizza, in my humble opinion. No, 
It would sound like, from what I've said so far, that I am trying to broker a sponsorship deal with Little Caesars. That's not the case. I just, just out of the goodness of my heart, I feel like promoting their product because it. uh, I enjoyed it thoroughly, supremely. I do want to mention, um, and if you've seen me around on Twitter, you Connor and also you listeners, friends of the show, you'll know that I'm. I'm I'm pushing pretty hard for a moon pie sponsorship. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that sponsorship. Every day, great. right. Every day I'm going after that cheddar. And by cheddar, I mean blue cheese, by which I mean the moon, therefore moon pie. Why is the moon made out of blue cheese? That's I've a only question. Heard the moon, I've only heard the saying the moon's made out of cheese. I've never heard it in relation to blue cheese. So what I'm saying is... I'm trying to change up my vernacular a little bit. I'm trying to introduce new words into my everyday speech and new phrases and kind of throw out little quips here and there that might help promote the Moon Pie brand so that maybe somebody sees it and they go, hey, he's already doing the job. Let's give him the money. Yeah, and by money, just... I do mean double-decker banana-flavored Moon Pies, yeah, Moon Pie desserts. You don't even need a pass. Just ship us moon pies. So what I'm saying, though, is that if you do hear me use these certain phrases in context, very they'll be very applicable to whatever situation occurs. Just kind of take it at face value. Keep the train rolling. No need to point attention to it. Just kind of bear in mind that I am trying to accomplish something here. I mean, we're all trying to accomplish something here. Yeah. What we're not accomplishing right now is helping poor disrupt. Yeah. Because her sister's taking all her stuff. You're right. But I cannot say that until we flip the coin. Uh, until we introduce ourselves. I'm Connor Hughes. And I'm Graham Ganoll. And this is Cell Swords, as you may have guessed, where we take sides at the flip of a coin. We've got a coin, but... I've eaten a lot of pizza today, and... uh, The bestest pizza. Extra most bestest pizza. I'm not really feeling my usual... I normally flip the coin. I'm not feeling it today. Connor, will you flip the coin? Sure, I'll flip the coin. Where'd the coin go? It's right. I'm pointing to it. Oh, Oh, there it is. All right. Okay. Wow, okay. Uh, I don't usually do this. Yeah. Um, So heads will be... Heads is going to be... Her sister cannot do that because it's her clothes. Tails is going to be... You left it, therefore, you need to accept the fact that other people take it. Okay. All right. Caught in the air. All right. Tails. It is, in fact, tails. And that means you left it, other people can take it? Yep. Okay. Suck it, Alex. Um, <laughs> I have all your Alex clothes. That's larger brother. <laughs> my larger brother. I like how you said that. <laughs> Older brother. <laughs> I don't know what I was saying. He's the, my shorter brother. Um, Alex, you left all your clothes here, and I took them, and I love your old jacket and i'm never getting giving it back you're never getting it back um and now i feel good about that decision and before this was sent by alex (laughs) (laughs) sorry i want my jacket back you tried you tried and you failed you know i'm gonna argue this better than connor you know it because i've got skin in the game you see i don't I have a lot of younger siblings, but I don't have anything because, like, my hand-me-downs are shredded. I'm not even joking. Like, between a couple of farmhouse dogs we used to have out in the country and between, like, 
playing in the creek and stuff that we'd have at my old house when I was a kid, we wouldn't have hand-me-downs because we just have to go get new clothes because I ruined all of mine. <laughs> uh, As the dogs just tore the clothes from your lean, weathered country body, <laughs> ripping them to shreds. We can't go to the village church. I'm not sure why I've made you a young British boy. We can't go to the village church no more. We've no clothes to our name. It's all tatters and shreds. The dogs eated them. Okay, that was obviously, obviously an exaggeration. Dog ate um, my clothes work. As far as I can tell, I've never left other than mm, when I was a young, young kid. But I don't care about that. Like, we don't count that because uh, you're just getting new clothes anyway. Um, right. So when you've got your... Usually your hand-me-downs when you're a kid means they don't fit you anymore. Right. You don't want them. Right. You don't want your siblings to get your baby Rolex, though, or other accessories. <laughs> you want to keep those for the grandbabies. Uh, but I've never given a piece of clothing that fit me to someone else. But with that said, if I w drove to my mom's house right now, if, uh, you know, coming back from my dorm, and I'm like, yo, where are these clothes I left in the garage and then I saw my little brother was wearing them. I'd probably just straight up rip him off his back. <laughs> Wait a minute. So that means you're on my side. No. No. You're, no, I am on my side. You're right. I've already confused the terms. <laughs> or have I? Maybe this is all a subtle ploy to make you think you were on my side. I'm really bad at remembering things. You got to understand. I can't remember anything. <laughs> well, Okay, you're in the ballpark that it's okay. Hi, I'm Connor Hughes. No, crap! <laughs> Start the episode over. <laughs> like, oh, I get it. It's waiting for a VHS. Oh no, I I I thought it was um 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 what's that game that you like? Life is strange. Life is strange. Yeah. I thought you were life is stranging the show. <laughs> Rewinding it back to the last checkpoint. Oh, that'd be so nice. Um, and now I'm space barring the show to get it back to where I want it to be. No, I, I just thought of something kind of uh, topical um, about hand-me-downs. I talked about hand-me-downs last week when I did my all my all pogs episode. But I recently, well, I just got back from a, a family trip to Memphis, and on this trip, we were talking about. Our, uh, our old collection of Playmobil. I think this. I think this is when we talked about it. I'm pretty sure it was on the trip. We have a lot of Playmobil, by the way, like a lot. Define and a lot, like a normal suburban amount, a healthy amount, or like collector's hoard. I'm just saying, like, in addition to just like having the Playmobil, guys, we've got we've got a castle and we've got a pirate ship and we've got a mansion and uh, at least one vehicle, uh, two dragons, some dinosaurs. It's a lot of Playmobil. But what we were talking about is like whose each item is, you know? Because, mm -hmm. you know, when you're a kid, that kind of stuff is important. Like like the castle's mine. I always had the castle. Did you have the dragons as well? I'm assuming you did. I did not have the dragons. You did? No. So you had a castle and the castle didn't come with dragons? Uh, No, Ooh. I did have the dinos, however. What was the point of the castle? Well, my brother had the dragons and he would use them to attack my castle. But... Uh, Nobody had a trebuchet, uh, which is why my castle stood standing for as long as it did. Um, we were talking about whose each Playmobil thing was, and um, my parents went, well, you know, 
it doesn't really, it never really belonged to any of you because we bought it for the grandbabies. So that's a whole other level of hand-me-down where <laughs> you, when your parents buy you things that aren't even for you. It's like going to a restaurant and getting food for your kid and being like, but don't eat that. We're putting that in a take-home box and we're putting it in cryo-freeze for 20 years and then we're giving it to your kids. <laughs> you know, I'm not going to lie, that doesn't surprise me. It can't possibly bother me too much, the idea of my stuff getting taken by my younger siblings. Well, I, I my younger sibling in my case, but I mean my theoretical younger siblings if I had multiple younger siblings because... A, I have stuff that I took from my older sibling. And B, I can't get attached to anything that I have because apparently it was, was it's not, even my stuff isn't mine. It's for my kids. <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, I mean, tough, um, older sister. Uh, you're not getting any of that stuff back. I don't. I don't think that you have any place to talk. <laughs> yeah, but w what if these were clothes she had bought? What if these were clothes she bought and, and then... abandoned? I think if she bought them, she would take them with her. Maybe she didn't have enough room. Maybe she just really likes clothes and she bought a lot of them. And she's like, maybe this is why she's coming back to the house to be like, oh, I totally forgot about this really cute outfit I had. Let me go get that. She comes home and her little sister is wearing the outfit. Here's what I'm going to say. I think that's grounds for legal murder. <laughs> legal murder. Do tell about legal murder. Yeah, it's when murder is legal. <laughs> Please explain the situation where murder is legal and the correct term for it is still murder. Uh, the term for legal murder? Yeah, when like uh, when you're doing something and you're having a good time and you're obviously loving it. Okay. And then for absolutely no reason at all, all right. someone comes up to you and says you suck. You can kill them legally, and it's, it's it's called legal murder, as long as you don't use anything excessively violent. No, you wouldn't want to. You wouldn't want your murder to be violent. Not excessively violent. That would you be can't the have worst. Blood everywhere, because of then wherever not. you are might end up. Uh, yes, suing you we, for the blood. That's why they would. That's why you might get into legal trouble is for the mess that it creates. Well, that's yeah. what we always worry about during murder, Connor. I need to take my mind off of this for just one second. I want to come back to it fresh. But before we can continue this discussion, I want to address something that I that I rediscovered about you this week. And I think maybe you rediscovered about yourself. Uh, you're like super into Animorphs. Like super <laughs> duper into Animorphs. <laughs> Yes, yes I am. Uh I have read the entire series multiple times. Uh because I used to go to two different libraries as a kid. One of them was a tiny little library. Uh the other one was the Brownsburg Library, you know where that one right, is. Yeah. It's pretty big. Um Yeah, that's a that's a great library. And in between those two libraries, they had every single Animorphs book. Uh and because like Obviously, when I was a little kid, I couldn't just pick up any book and read off the shelf because my parents would have to take a look at that and be like, no, this is this. Is, you can't read this or uh, yeah, that's fine. Go ahead and read this. I found out that Animorphs flew by them. They didn't even pay attention to it, which uh, have 
has anyone listening or your parents ever seen the cover of an Animorphs book? They're terrifying. They are yeah. absolutely haunting. You've got a dude and then not just like a guy and then on the other side like a horse. What you have is like a guy and then in between three different personas to, to various varying degrees of horse and then on the right hand side you've got a horse or what are there anamorph horses yeah okay uh, so you got a horse or, or an eagle or a or a, very an first, eel or whatever people are the very first morph cassie acquires is a horse uh a skittish little thing okay let me let me preface this uh oh no please i can't Never mind. I can't preface this. Um, Are you sure? I feel like there's a it, really, there's a really the good series, explanation for all of this. The series is garbage. I understand. I can't that. believe you would say okay, that. One I'm of the sorry, finest Applegate, examples. If you're listening, I don't. As actually, we know, you are. Um, you're not a bad writer, except for these. Well, I mean, I don't have anything against you. The books are just like written super dumbed down don't have anything against you Um, or your writing it's just that you are a bad writer and you should feel bad about what you've created no i'm sorry i can't say this right i've Um, never read an animorphs book but just based on the concept alone and the tv show i'm pretty sure i get the gist of how absolutely haunting you know who my favorite animorph is my favorite animorph of all time turbo teen and the reason why turbo teen is my favorite animorph is because he turns into something useful, a car. He animorphs into his animal shape as a car, and if he stays in it more than two hours, um, he's still fine. He's still totally fine. He can still change back to a teen. He's great. Okay. And by the way, I'm just saying this now, my campaign to get a live-action Turbo Teen movie made is relentless. (laughs) And one day, when you're all sitting in the theater leaning back, enjoying some popcorn, and watching Tom Holland on screen as everyone's favorite, uh, everyone's favorite beloved character, Turbo Teen, transforming into a car as he, as he dances to the groovy music of his era, <laughs> as, his, as his torso elongates, as his feet uh, and hands transform into wheels, and as his face widely grins until it splits into the front grill of a car and his eyes become headlights. That... Is shockingly you will close know. to how Applegate wrote the morphs. Yeah, I yeah. told you, Turbo Teen uh, is my favorite animorph. Uh, but you said you've never read an animorph's book. Are so you let surprised? Me give you a taste. Or... Let me give you a taste of what you can expect. Oh, what a treat. Uh, Wait, what? I'm sorry. Are you assuming that I'm about to now embark on on a voyage uh, into animorph territory, into, <laughs> into animorph infested waters? The hork stood in a line. The foot-lawn blades protruding out of their wrists started beating the air furiously as if it was some kind of alien lawnmower. They were fast, but I was faster. Are you quoting the book for of them Animorph? to meet the tiger. That are, is from Jake's perspective as he morphs into a tiger and murders a bunch of aliens. Are you right now delivering a del- <laughs> delivering your audition monologue for Animorphs the movie <laughs> starring Connor Hughes as Mighty Morphin Animorph? <laughs> I'm sorry, I can't 
I can't give you any more actors for your movie. I already have them all for my Turbo Teen film. I have Tom Holland as Turbo Teen. I have Tom Holland wouldn't fit here. I have Andy Serkis as as a um, motion capture consultant. I have Jess Harnell, uh, just chilling, just kind of there, <laughs> just more more in the sense of just to bring good vibes. Now I have Jess Harnell and and uh, and his band Rock Sugar providing the soundtrack uh, to just make sure that everything is extremely turbo. I can't get Shia LaBeouf. If I'd made this movie long enough ago, definitely would have gone for Shia LaBeouf. But now I think somebody else has to step in and fill the role of the teen, and I think that person is Tom Holland. I don't even know what Turbo Teen is, so I'm going to say go for it. Yeah, you'll know. And the world will know. (laughs) And the journal, too. (laughs) Mr. Animorphs, have we got news for you? (laughs) (laughs) I'm just saying, they're... They're bad, and as I was reading them again this week, I was like, wow, I, it's very hard to read them, but I still love them. You, you read them, you might really like them. Mm, mm, mm. Uh, um, um, I feel a desperate need to get back on topic before I think about the covers of those books. One more time. Oh, trust me, the covers of the books are not as disturbing as the actual content of the books itself. Fa- oh, fantastic. The books are kind of dark. Oh, Precious Lord, take my hand. Um, <laughs> Jesus, take the wheel. Let's um, let's solve this once and for all. If somebody now, let's let's take this away from the uh, siblings aspect, right? Say that you lived with somebody, you had a roommate. They left for four years, and behind they left a shirt first week you don't touch it you don't just put on their clothes as soon as they leave month goes by two months you think well they're not coming back for that shirt we're babies we have no object permanence i forgot to mention you and your roommate are both 21 month year old babies okay and you take the shirt you take your roommate's onesie and you put it on and then you wear it every day i don't know why you would wear it every day you wear it as regularly as you would wear a typical shirt. You wear it around town doing your baby activities. You do that for four years. And then they come back. What? What's up? You're five years old. You're a man. And he walks in and he says, I want what's mine. And you go, what are you talking about, Jeremy? And he goes, my onesie. I left my onesie. I want it back. And you're wearing it. And you look him in the eyes and you say, you left, Jeremy. You might as well have been gone. This isn't peekaboo. This is real life. When mama, when mama hides behind those hands, I don't know if she's alive or dead, but she says peekaboo. She comes back. You didn't come back for four years. Where were you, Jeremy? He says, I was off at baby college. I was learning my colors and shapes, and now I know more than you. And you go, you don't know anything, Jeremy. You don't even know how to take care of a onesie. And you, you keep the onesie on, and, and you stare down Jeremy until he leaves. Directed by Quentin Tarantino. I am absolutely thrilled at this uh, baby noir, like kind of. That's absolutely right, baby noir. Story it's story you've written. Yeah, this is a screenplay I'll be pitching later this year uh, at Sundance. Um, okay. Right, right before we summon the sun god to take care of that uh, massive heat wave we've been having. Now you may ask, who was in Duran? Or you may ask, 
you may look at the scenario and be like, well, what should have happened? Is this what should have happened? And you know what should have happened? What? If Jeremy left his onesie at your apartment, you whip out your little baby phone, the little Fisher-Price thing. Yeah. Ching, 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 ching. As like, you know, the little... Yeah. Yeah. No, I that, get it. Very uh, good fully work there. You come up and be like, hey, dude, you left your onesie. Do you want it back or no? And he'll be like, oh, no, man, I don't really care for that thing. Or maybe he was like, oh, dude, I actually forgot about that. Thanks for telling me. And problem resolved. You know your answer now. You don't just take someone's clothes without asking them. Four years? You don't take someone's clothes. That's what I'm saying. You'd be like, hey, you left this. Do you want it? Or like, hey, here's an old shirt I found at yours. Do you want it? Be like, you You got to be the If you find it, you got to be the one to reach out and be like, hey, do you want this? Otherwise, you're literally just stealing someone's Can't stuff. do it. No, look, here's the thing. If somebody leaves, if somebody sets an item down in my room and for five minutes if they go to the it. bathroom that is mine now <laughs> if you leave your phone or your wallet on on a chair you say hey can you watch this i'm gonna run to the bathroom i'll be right back you come back what phone what wallet i now have two phones and two wallets don't know where yours went these are mine now these are hand-me-downs we're I'm in a taco currently bell. staring over at a dresser completely full of pens. Ballpoint pens. Ballpoint pens yeah. that he will take. Mm, people so just left them. Yep. Just, you put, set a pen down, it's mine. Put a pen down, he just picks it up. It's mine. Just, we'll look you in the eyes Leave and a pen, slide it take up a pen. sleeve. Yeah, that's right. I'm, I'm a collector. <laughs> I'm a collector of rare antiquities. <laughs> Obtainer of rare antiquities. Do you get the sense that these discussions that we have turn into <laughs> that they transcend uh reality that they become something more i it's kind of a random question to ask but i are feel like if like our listeners are reaching enlightenment and reaching nirvana by listening to our podcast yeah i feel like they're they're reaching that heart-shaped <laughs> box uh type of zen and as they jam never mind and are greeted by the dulcet tones of kurt cobain they are, are reaching to us from across the void and contacting us in kind of what what is for all of us, for our listeners and for us, a, 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 essentially a dream state. A dream state. Bear with me, because if that is the case, I feel like I have a better way of resolving these conflicts that does not rely on our own understanding of the situation, but relies on cold, hard science. What? Glad you asked. I have with me a book by Gustavus Hindman Miller called The Dictionary of Dreams, 10,000 Dreams Explained. And I just want to see if they have anything in here that can help us with our conundrum today. What I've got is under uh, A for Apparel, page 68. See, if, see if, this, if this helps. It says, For a woman to dream that she is displeased with her apparel foretells that she will find many vexatious rivalries in her quest for social distinction. Are these two sisters in a quest for social distinction? I'm assuming so because they're fighting over fashion. Yeah. Are they, would you say they're displeased with their apparel? I'd say both of them are actually overly pleased with the apparel. Yeah. So maybe this one doesn't. They're displeased at the fact that they can necessarily. Have okay. Oh, here's, here, okay, this one's, this one's on the nose. To admire the apparel of others, i.e., younger sister, sister taking the older, sister's older sister's clothes, clothes mm-hmm, denotes that she will have jealous fears of her friends. Is she fearful? Is she jealous? Does she have friends? Is it possible that she has friends? Maybe. Could I there be friends in the picture? I, uh, I, I Friend-wise, how is she doing? 
<laughs> on a scale of one to ten, does she have friends? Because here's the thing. If she had zero friends before, right, taking zero friends now, it's possible she has two to three times that. We're looking at no, going from no friends to literally exponentially more than that. We're looking two, three, even four times that amount of friends. <laughs> wow. And it's um, all, all just depends on the dreams. Um, here's one more. To dream of the loss of any article of apparel denotes disturbances in your business and love affairs. Ooh. I'll be really trying, baby. <laughs> That's all I know of that song. <laughs> uh, so basically, what you're telling an older sister to do is go up to her little sister and tell her she has major insecurities about yep. herself and her yes. friends because she's wearing my shirt. Yep. Uh, and to give it back so that she can resolve the insecurities. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You need to get her displeased with her apparel so that she will find vexatious rivalries in her quest for social distinction. But at the same time, by doing that and wanting to get the shirt you lost back, you're putting an endangerment on your love life later on. So it's really, do you want your sister to have friends? Friends. Or do you want to have a love life? Right. One That's or the other. Time. As we all know, you can't have both. Here, here's another, just one more possible tack that this could take. Since the little sister, since it's not, the clothes were not purchased for the younger sister, is it possible that they don't fit well? Uh, I could see that. I could, like, if it was a hoodie, right? Okay. And it was like an oversized hoodie? Yeah. Yeah, sister would totally put that on. Okay. Like, it's my oversized hoodie. Right. Uh, and that totally wouldn't fit. And even just, I mean, no two people are exactly alike, you know? It's like kind of the maybe these clothes were specially tailored, right? So maybe they were expensive and specially tailored, uh-huh. and she didn't bring them to college because right. she didn't want them to get ruined, right? But because they were so expensive, her little mm-hmm. sister was like, "I'm gonna wear that." Yeah, but because they were specially tailored, now they don't fit her quite right. Right. So would you say that falls into the category of misfitting apparel? Is that a dream? Well. Uh, can be to dream of misfitting apparel intimates crosses in your affections that you are likely to make a mistake in some enterprise. So that's the business thing again. So this little sister is trying to run a uh, profitable lemonade stand. She is going to run in run afoul of the fates in this particular instance due to the fact that she is wearing ill-fitting clothes and then transmitting that information by dream. Uh, you know, across the dreamways to our particular program. Maybe. Because obviously, what well, what I'm saying here, so I, I'm sorry, I didn't make this distinction. Emails are made of dream magic. Well, yeah, of it, course. Yeah, sorry, I, I assumed you knew. I didn't know if it was so obvious that I shouldn't mention it at all. Uh, I mean, some people don't know what their emails are made out of. Uh, but I mean, we, we all killed the pixies like quite a few years ago and we like harvest all their magic. So right, right. And anyone yeah. who's keeping up with recent times would know that that's where absolutely are coming from. Are we high? <laughs> <laughs> I don't think so. No, but we at haven't this point taken any drugs. It's, it's up for grabs. 
All right, just checking. Just wanted to check in. I did have one, one, one more segment before we resolve this. I just wanted to run this by you real quick. I, he, I have here some ideas that I've had, and I just want to know your what you particularly think of each one. Okay. So this will be a little game that I like to call idea and response. Not great. Okay. One well, of my it gets message off. One of my ideas was did not include titling this particular segment. So I probably that should have been my foremost idea. However, it was not. Okay, first idea. Just give me your honest opinion. Sell all my fingers and toes to help build nests for young birds just starting out. That's very charitable of you. And would you say... Uh, oh, you're asking for like my response. I want your input as much as possible. Uh, you could probably do every third finger, every other toe. Okay. So that gets us five toes, three-ish fingers. Three and a half fingers, yeah. Three and a third. Three and a third, yeah. The three is repeating, of course. Yeah. Just, it's okay. You can have an infinite, in infinity complex in your fingers. They don't understand infinity. Sure. Okay. Moving on. Uh, hot dogs for mice. Hot dogs for mice. Hot. Well, so you're familiar with a hot dog. Yeah, I'm familiar with a hot dog. But for mice. But for mice. Th- that's the twist. So, so what's going on here? So sorry. A- I, sorry. I just, I don't think I explained this well enough. Sorry. Okay. Hot dogs yeah. for mice. You've got hot dogs. You do. Yeah, you've got hot dogs. You've got Lovely, those. You have neat little hot dogs, mm-hmm. right? You can put ketchup yep. and mustard and relish on them. Yep. yep. Typical. Yep. Yes. That's a good idea. Kay. I like it so far. For mice. I feel like something's not getting across. Sorry. Okay. <sighs> okay. All right. I knew I was going to have a really hard time communicating this particular one. Um, sorry. I'm just trying to think if I could phrase it another way. Uh, mice. Okay. Mice. Uh, hot dogs for them. Hot. Oh. Oh, yeah. You get yeah. it. You don't okay. understand that hot dogs for mice. Okay, yeah. I can see where you're okay. coming from with that yeah, statement. Yeah, yeah. okay. That's really uh, not much to be said on that one. Um, okay, a laptop with only one button. What does the button do? Uh, not Everything? Important. Not really important at all. Just a laptop with only one button. Okay, so button's not important. No, no. But it just has a button. So well, it's, it's important a power button. because it does have one. Oh, yeah, yeah. Definitely... So, I would not put a label on this button. Just okay, okay. Not even so, necessarily a functioning key. Okay, it's could it's be just kind a of sewn on with a button. Yeah, laptop. So one to button. distinguish it from other laptops that do not have buttons. Right. Okay. Ah, uh, we can take this somewhere. This this might be. Marketable. We could actually. It's very portable. It's uh, you made my when I read the first part. I might I might have read it too fast. A laptop. Oh yeah yeah we can take it everywhere and with only. <laughs> You're, you're right. We can take it everywhere. And a, and a portable carrying bag. I've got more. I'm sorry. I've got more. All right. A wind up toy. That doesn't move. So you wind it up and you set you it wind down, it up, and it you set it down. Doesn't move. There it goes. Except it doesn't. Wow. It's not moving. Wow. What a switch. What a bait and switch. What a nobody's ever events. thought of it before. You wind something up, you think, "What's it going to do?" Yeah. Nothing. Nothing. Whoa. I, I would never guess that. That'd be kind of neat. It merely like, stagnates. Whoa. Here's a wind up toy. Yeah. You're like set it down and does nothing. Like wow, I did not expect that to happen. Because you see those wind up toys, right? Yeah. You have the little dogs. You wind them up, set them down. They're doing backflips. Yeah. 
straight up backflips all across your house. Who needs that kind of stress? Who needs that level of anxiety? What if you wound something up and it just didn't do anything? Man, that'd be how so calming convenient. would that be? That would be super convenient. That's the buzzword for this particular product, convenience. I'm, so we're on the same page there. Uh, here's one more. Um, invisible alarm clock. Ooh. Your alarm clock goes off. It's in the morning. Where is it? You don't know. You it's don't just know. Beeping. Here's the thing. Sorry, I forgot to mention. The wind-up toy, when you wind it up, what it actually does is it moves the alarm clock. <laughs> this one from quirky to absolute sadist. <laughs> and also, the person with the wind-up toy is a different person than the person with the invisible alarm clock. They don't know about this arrangement. <laughs> Are we talking like move in 3D space or like Absolutely. So it just straight anywhere. Up, poof, it's gone. Straight up Stuart it's little now in the sun. Stuart little invisible car scenario. Except it doesn't run did out of gas. An invisible car? He had an invisible car read a book. Here's another he did. Here's another one. Wow. Um sorry, I just Was we, we got an anamorph. What? Was he an animal that whole stayed other episode in the mouse form for too long and just had to be the mouse? That would explain a lot. E.B. White, if you're listening to our podcast from the past, please write in. We really need to know if Stuart Little is an anamorph that stayed in his anamorph form for more than two hours and was unable to revert back. Sorry, we got a clip along here. Here's my next idea. Scented headphones. Scented head. Oh, so you put on headphones and bam, mm, scented. Smells Ooh. nice, but you can't tell. They're nowhere near your nose, but they do smell really nice. Yeah, that. Yeah, it's kind of like a Dewey Cox walk walk hard scenario where something smells great, you but tragically no sense of smell. But you do have a sense of smell, and you're wearing a scented, but it's it's very far away from your nose. It's positioned over your ears. But if somebody else were to smell your headphones. They'd be like, ooh, lilac. Yeah. It's kind of a, like the same kind of people who are into geocaching where they go out in the woods and they think, maybe I'll find something here. And then they do. Whereas a normal person just wouldn't go into the woods. <laughs> in the same sense of typically you walk up to somebody, you say, huh, they're wearing some headphones. You don't do anything. The geocache mindset, you go in. You go in for a whiff. You go, maybe these are scented headphones. Normally they're not. One day they are. Wow. What a treat that would be. What an absolute jubilee. What, a, what an occasion. So scented headphones, that's a yes on scented headphones. Um, Got a couple more. Non-flammable candles for safety. Oh, oh, obviously for safety, yeah. Yeah, you want some candles around? Yes. Because candles are really nice. Mm -hmm. uh, but obviously they're an extreme fire hazard. Extremely dangerous. Because they're literally fire. Yeah. Uh, and you don't want that. You don't want that risk. No. No. Why would you Absolutely want that Absolutely not. Yeah. This is... A, this is you it, go to light your candle? brilliant, dude. Thank you. You go to light your candle, won't light. Absolutely won't light. Safest candle you'll ever have. All right. Um, a unicycle uh, with no seat or pedals. Huh. So it's a... It's a wheel. <laughs> it's just a wheel.
<laughs> Just a wheel, round in that kind of moon pie shape. Moon pies. That's all that it is. They're tasty. They are tasty. Exceptional, exceptional dessert. So the unicycle with no cedar petals. Sorry, I didn't get your opinion on that product. Maybe, maybe that one won't fly. You might have to add either the seat or the pedals back. You can maybe just add one pedal. Yeah, I'll cons- all right, I'll consider it. If you're not on board, whatever. No use reinventing the wheel. Okay, oh, sorry. You're <clears throat> literally not reinventing the wheel. You're doing the exact opposite of reinventing. Mm, okay, I've got two more here. Only two more. Um, next up is a portable cheese wheel. Um Sorry, to Does clarify. Does this one have a seat and pedals? No, to, sorry, to clarify, it has a handle for portability. Okay, so it has a handle. A portable cheese wheel oh, with a handle for ease of carrying. For ease of carrying, all right. Does it have like a... Is it on an axis? Like, do you wheel the cheese behind you? No. Is it like a luggage suitcase? No, I, sorry, you're not... Okay, it's a, it has a handle. has a handle. For, for carrying. For carrying. Yeah, it's a portable cheese. Your typical cheese wheel, if you were to think about it, has what? No features whatsoever. No, just well, a wheel cheese. of cheese. Yeah. The, its only feature is is that it is the thing that it is. What if you were to upgrade that? What if you were to add, boom, customization, boom, portability? What's this? A briefcase customization? handle. Customization? Can I add uh, pedals and a seat to my cheese wheel? Pedals and a seat to your cheese wheel. Yeah, we've got a lot of them. We've been taking them off unicycles all day. <laughs> Add them to cheese wheels, you got a Gouda cycle. <laughs> I have one last uh, one last idea. This is, hasn't been as fl- thoroughly fleshed out as the other ones. I was hoping maybe you could shed some light on here, maybe kind of help with a little bit, a little bit of R&D. Um, and so this idea is more along the lines of a briefcase of soup. <laughs> in the sense of sorry in the sense of a briefcase you've got a brief briefcase whereas the briefcase um being filled um is of more of a soup nature okay so like you're at work at work you're like man this business meeting is the worst thing the I've worst ever seen long in my life. boring people going on and on you bam! You pull out your briefcase. You reach down, slap it on the table. On the table, spaghetti sauce goes flying. Absolutely flying. And you just like grab yourself a ladle, and you're just like pop it open. <laughs> briefcase full of soup. Wow, this is this is genius. I know. I mean, <laughs> I think it's important that we're able to get into these on the ground floor. You may market it as a way for someone to get fired. But a funny way for someone to get fired. Sorry, I feel like you're not... It's a briefcase of soup. Yeah. Sorry, a briefcase of soup? Yes. Of yes. soup. Okay, of soup. Yep. Just, all right. What kind of soup? Any kind? Any kind. Any kind. Well, like at research and development. We'll figure it out. Obviously, nothing tastes as good as moon pie feels. Um, or, sorry, nothing feels as good as moon pie tastes. Um, one thing that you're not going to be able to get from that soup is that um, kind of texture and flavor of a nice triple-decker banana-flavored moon pie, which, as I've mentioned before, is also perfectly round and and is portable, despite the fact that it does not have a handle. Moon pies with handles? All right. You just writing something something else down unrelated. 
You know I would never pitch an idea without consulting you first and take all the proceeds for myself. <laughs> of course, that's not your nature. Yeah, do you know the number for a moon pie? Uh, we'll talk about it later. Okay. I'll, I'll Google it, actually. I'm keeping all of the clothes that I got from my brother. Okay. No question. Absolutely no question. Sure, you do you. Has he come back here and has he commented on it? The thing, to be perfectly honest, I don't think that he can fit in them anymore. Uh, see? However, so... one day, one of his two children so far, or a third child, of which I am unaware, may rise up against me and attempt to take them back by force under the presupposition that these items were purchased for the grandkids, which will be a mentality... Like that Game lies deep within them due to the on. actions of my parents. Right. Game of Thrones, you win or you die. Little extreme. Does someone win the Game of Thrones? I they don't know, the, man. Did they, I don't they, they become I don't the know. throne master? They've beaten all the thrones. So right. Like, a small throne and then a bigger throne. Yeah. Bowser and throne. A bigger wooden throne. And yeah. you've seen the pictures of the throne with the all the swords. The boss throne. Absolutely. Yeah, that boss throne. Yeah, man. That guy must have Oof. a lot of health. And a lot of attack damage. It's the BBEG, BBEG, D and D terminology. <laughs> well, uh, I'm glad that we were able to help you today, Disrupt. We know where we stand. Um, unfortunately, you're wrong. Your little sister can keep your stuff. Don't don't listen to him. He's just trying to play mind tricks. Excuse on me. Who had the idea for portable it's your cheese? Clothes. Who had the idea for portable moon pie? Uh. According to this piece of paper, me. I do have um, passed this to you right now. I've, I've written down okay. on a sheet on a piece of paper. Yeah, something. Reading. Okay. And I'd just like for you to read it now and consider it. Okay. <laughs> Live action Turbo Teen movie. I I'd say go for it. You will get your career started with this thing. You will you will become a I've great been carrying director. this piece of paper for seventeen years. <laughs> Seven turbo teen years. Really? So you had this good of handwriting when you were little? Did when it came to turbo teen. Don't <laughs> mess around. That's impressive. That's just what we think about turbo teen on this, our turbo teen fan cast. Turbo teen. I didn't approve this. Just chuck it up to another one of my good ideas. And that was good advice. Good <laughs> advice. Good advice costs nothing and it's worth the price. If you have a trivial dispute for us that you want answered in a timely fashion and, and, and resolved in, in the way that we do things here, which is straightforward and practical, why don't you drop us an email, a dream mail, if you will. Ooh, dream mail. That's what they should have titled it. At Cellsource Podcast at gmail.com or you could clothe us a tweet sure sure yeah stitch your tweet into a piece of clothing mm -hmm. and ship it to us ship it to us ship it to us at sellswords show yeah and as long as you're tweeting tweet at moonpie you know tell them about tell them about the good boys at sellswords yeah be like hey sellswords you should give those guys a sponsor deal. They're yeah, pretty great. Yeah, absolutely. And hey, uh, if you enjoy the show, drop us a, a rating on iTunes. Drop us a 503-star rating on iTunes. You'll have to hack the system, <laughs> but it's worth it. 
Help us climb that ladder of success. <laughs> We're going to Jordan Belfort our way out of this. Thanks, by the way, to Kenny Childers uh, for doing our opening monologue. Yeah. Which sounds yeah. fantastic every week. Absolutely nailed it. He, the, the man's incredible. He can just say the same line the same way, and it comes across perfect <laughs> every right. time. We get him Good in job, here. Kenny. I'm high-fiving Kenny in the we, corner of the studio. That's right. We get him in here live every week to uh, to read that same line. Seems like one of us could have found a way to record that, but we don't have access to that kind of technology. No, that's for smart people. Absolutely. That's why we do this show live every week. Your traffic uh, report today is uh, that I-69 is closed due to Turbo Teen. He's out on the roads again, so... They're, that's where they're shooting the movie, is I-69. Yeah. That kind of runs goes up through Fisher's Noblesville area. Get that real good Indiana landscape. Cities are way too overdone for car movies. Absolutely. You know, they say that the, the next big filming location is either Atlanta or Vancouver and even Minneapolis, I've heard. But you know where it really is? Rural Indiana. So thanks for listening to our show. I'm Connor Hughes. And I'm Graham Ganahl. This has been Cell Swords. Uh, you know, be the slug you want to... You know what? Forget slugs. Long live Turbo Teen. Is there a new calling card? <laughs> Long left turbo teen. No, I just believe it with all my heart. <laughs>